Hey! Hi, this is Dr. Christine. And Dr. Colin. And we are your co-hosts for the exciting new podcast called Love, Love Scrubs, Scrubs, and Stories, where we dive deep into the world of dating and relationships and go beyond the people wearing the white coats, the scrubs, and the stethoscopes. Come join us on this journey where we engage in dialogue and share stories of love, heartbreak, resilience, and triumphs. And we also navigate our professional lives with our hearts on our sleeves. Please remember to subscribe and hit the notification button to stay up to date on all future episodes. And And we we look look forward forward to to seeing seeing you inside. inside. Hey guys, welcome to our first episode of Love Scrubs and Stories. I'm your co-host, Dr. Colin Zhu, and this is Dr. Christine Nguyen. And we're really, really excited for you guys to join us. Uh, We have so much to talk about, but we decided to take this first introductory uh, episode and really just introduce ourselves, get into it, you know, why did we create this and, you know, really talk about the elephant in the room, which is the difficulty of dating within medicine. So Dr. Christine, I'll let you introduce yourself first. Who are you? You know, what are you doing here? And why do we create this? (laughs) Well, thank you, Dr. Colin. Uh, So I'm a family physician in uh, Southern California. And this all came about, you know, during the COVID quarantine, where the importance of community and social connection, you know, became a very uh, pivotal point in our lives. And I I developed a Facebook group called White Coat Romance, um, became quickly became a space for socializing a lot of friendships and even sparked some romance. And then from there, there was a need, uh, interest for the greater white coat romance community to form more connections. So um, I developed a dating app by the same name for a much wider audience. So, and I'm excited to have met you um, during this process. So please share with us (laughs) your story, Dr. Colin. Well, thank you for sharing. So for those of you who don't know me, I'm Dr. Colin Zhu. I'm also the founder of The Chef Doc. And so I created the platform going on six years now. I'm also board certified in family medicine as well as lifestyle medicine. And The Chef Doc was really born out of the need to give more help and resource and support for not just our physical help, but uh, health, but also for uh, mentally and emotionally and creating a thriving mindset. I'm obsessed with really about thriving. And so a lot about, you know, what I do is self-care, personal development and self-empowerment. And so we came together, we just kind of threw this idea. of like, oh, wouldn't it be great to, you know, have a podcast, you know, just talking about the ins and outs of dating relationships and, you know, everything in between, but also talking about self-care and what it means to navigate that through our career of medicine and healthcare, and how do we get back to ourselves? Yeah, and being physicians and, you know, in our communities consisting of um, healthcare professionals, we're in a very unique position when it comes to dating relationships. And um, there's just been a lot of difficulties in how we navigate this world. And um, you and I have, you know, become friends and met through this process and actually really should share the story of how we met. So Colin's really cute. And so he had, uh, I don't know if you remember this, but this is a, gosh, almost two years ago, he had messaged me through messenger and sent me an email that, you know, really cutely, like, um, hi, I'm Colin. You don't know me, but, uh, you know, I heard you on a podcast and I'm part of your white coat romance community. Just wanted to introduce myself and that, you know, you and I have this common bond, um, uh-huh. you know, also being part of the world of lifestyle medicine, you know, but 
mine is more like a recent uh, love and interest. And I have, um, I've learned a lot from you. So thank you uh, for, for all that. And, and yeah, and then we met together through like a group dinner. And, and since then, like you just easily have like hit it off and just have become really good friends and have been able to sort of like work together and just kind of diving into the world of, aside from lifestyle medicine, but the world of entrepreneurship and just yeah. thinking about like all the different ways that we can contribute to our community and, and the value so that we, you know, want to bring and make our contribution to yeah, our community. Exactly. And so that's what's really brought us together. Yeah. Lifestyle medicine definitely was the peak of interest and conversation of us coming together, but we share so much, you know, we're people of color similar backgrounds. We're both entrepreneurs. We're both hustlers. We both think outside of the box. And I think we both, if I can you know, say this, we both love love, you know, and we just love the idea and the nuances of dating and relationships. And we just find it, you know, fascinating, you know, just also being a participant in love, but also witnessing and hearing stories. I know I have traverse so much, you know, with dating and relationships. And I know you have as well, uh, Christine, and we just decided to, you know, share. So why don't we talk about the elephant in the room? And that's, if I had to sum it up in one, one sentence, it's, you know, the difficulty of dating within the world of medicine. So why don't you start off? I think perfectionism is the first thing that we think about, right? So what is it about perfectionism in the world of medicine? And how does that influence, you know, your dating from your perspective? Oh my goodness. You're absolutely right. So perfectionism, I mean, it's ingrained in us, like through our training. Like if you think about it, we, the, the profession expects us and demands of us perfectionism because in, in, you know, a lot of situations we're dealing with life and death situations, you know? And so everything that we do or don't do, you know, can, you know, can play a huge role in someone's life and our patient's lives. And so, uh, and because of that, and along with the, all the protocols that we have to follow that this, our, our, our life, you know, whether we're inside the clinic or the hospital um, or not, because the reality is like, once you leave that world and into your personal lives that you can't, it's really hard to like, be able to split between the two worlds because it's really a part of our identity. And so it's, really like a part of our being. And so it's so hard when it comes to dating relationships to, you know, to leave that part of us mm -hmm. out. Um, and so we sometimes, you know, I mean, we can't help it, you know, although I know that's a weak excuse, you know, um, but that's why I think it's important to to address some of these issues and these topics and some of the common themes that um, that you and I have experienced, you know, and also our um, our community as well. So I'm glad you asked. Yeah, I think it, it provides what healthcare medicine has done is provide a very, um, you know, we have standardizations, we have guidelines, we have protocols to follow, but it makes, it can make someone very rigid, right? And very yeah. strict, very super focused, laser focused, because it is life and death. It is very challenging experiences, right? And it is hard to be able to separate because you know, a good example would be mm -hmm. if you're on an airplane and something happens on the airplane, it's not like, Oh, you know, I've already clocked out, you know, let me not and just be a, you know, passenger <laughs> and just witness, you know, someone having a heart attack or a cardiac arrest. Right. And so, you know, it's hard to turn off. And so that can leak 
you know, it depends on how good you are. That can leak into your personal life. So tell me a little bit about, you know, time and just the busyness of it. You know, some of us, and we're going to have amazing guests. We're going to have, you know, guest stories. We're going to have guest experts. And, you know, for those that are not in the healthcare profession, it consumes a lot of our time. If you do shift work, right, you could be in ungodly hours, graveyard shifts, second swings, and it could take a toll. You could be an OBGYN, you could be an ER doc, and you can just be on, on call all the time. And you need to leave on a moment's notice or a, you know, uh, a phone call or a beepers notice. <laughs> Do they still have, they still have pagers, right? Pagers, beepers, they still have that, right? <laughs> I know when I was training, we still had that. So I know our, our millennials and Gen Zers are, you know, going to be like, what is that? Oh, a notification, you know? <laughs> what, is it, what is that? It's like, oh, I have to be called what in. Is so. that? What is that? <laughs> that antique object you have there. But yeah, time, we're, we're just busy individuals. We're busy professionals between our schedules um, that we have. And, you know, the hours are not like your typical, uh, necessarily like your Monday through Friday, eight to five, depending on the the clinical setting that you uh, work in. Um, But aside from that, you know, a lot of us have like what I call homework, right? Especially like coming from the world of primary care, um, that your job doesn't end just because you clocked out, you know, and, and even if you do shift work, you know, there's still follow up. And I think also the mental load as well, you know, for the care of our patients, and we tend to, you know, take care of everybody else but ourselves. And I think that's just our, our nature, you know, we take care of our patients, we, you know, we, take care of of all our duties in in our our professional work. And then at home in our personal lives, like, you know, we take care of our families, you know, because they, they come to us, you know, our family and our friends, you know, because we're, we're doctors. And so, yeah. And so in the end, like, I feel like, you know, we may not have a lot left to give to ourselves. We sign up to be in the profession of helping others. So a lot of ways you are giving of yourself all the time. And so when you're not aware of that, it's that concept of, you know, your cup being full, right? And we'll talk about this on self-care, you know, topics and resilience topics later on, but it's making sure, and I love using mechanical and airplane Mm -hmm. analogies, but it's that oxygen mass that drops down Mm -hmm. from the safety protocol and making sure you put it on yourself before others. So it's super, super important. We sign up to serve others essentially. And so that is hard, you know, not just to partition time, but also focus and be able to devote that to your romantic partner um, at the end of the day. So tell me about, you know, uh, checklist. Did you ever have a checklist does your colleagues have any checklists? Does your parents or your loved ones ever give you a checklist? You know, and and how has that influenced you? Oh, don't we all love checklists, right? <laughs> this is something guilty right here. Don't we all have the checklist? You know, that's just like the world that we live in, right? And and as I mentioned earlier, a lot of our uh, the work that we do in our professional world bleeds into our personal lives. And when it comes to dating and relationships, you know, naturally, I think a lot of us have these checklists that are can be a good thing, but also, you know, can not be such a great thing in terms of like closing out on a lot of potential possibilities yeah. that we may overlook because, you know, what we think may work for us may not, you know, what we think is the only way to do go about things, which, you know, we know that's not true at all. But I think part of it is just being busy. Part of it is thinking, you know, what you want, but I think it's always good to sort of reevaluate sort of like, 
that whole process, you know, and just checking in with ourselves because we all grow and mature over time. Our life experiences can take us down different paths. And um, I think it's important to recognize that as we grow, that we also reevaluate our priorities, you know, when it comes to, especially, you know, in, in the setting of dating and relationships, that it's always good to have a, a check-in with ourselves, right? Because the the better you get to know yourselves better, the um, the higher the likelihood that you'll find that compatible partner for that, sure for you yeah. for sure and you know i think about this in terms of two categories chemistry and compatibility and i think to be able to evolve that process it's like you said really knowing you know thyself and i think when you're signing up especially for physicians and doctors you kind of sign away your 20s right and so the 20s is yeah. kind of like your period of socialization not just with your peers and other people, but also with the world, you know, gaining that life experience. And so when you don't have that as much or as many as your non-medical colleagues and peers and friends and loved ones, you know, it, it, it presents a very interesting type of dating dynamic and environment. But yeah, I think that's, you know, very, very important to really know thyself. So the checklist, uh, we definitely, I think we'll definitely have an episode dedicated on the checklist. Yeah, I so. think we'll have a lot more to talk about that. Um, lots of great points. Um, so Colin, what, what are some of the difficulties you've had that you've encountered dating as a physician? Or just as an, you know, an individual being, you know, an Asian male physician specifically. Yeah, yeah. I'm glad you brought that up. Being a person of color, Asian descent, uh, I'm a first generation immigrant child. So I was born in the States, I grew up as an American, me and my younger sister, and then my parents are immigrants that came in the early 80s. Very, very vast difference in terms of generation, culture, customs, mm -hmm. you know, just the value system of growing up as a Chinese person. My parents are both Chinese and as an American. And so a lot of the times, you know, it's not so much the identity crisis growing up, but it's almost like you have one foot on both sides of the door. And so you're constantly, I knew growing up, you know, as you're dating, like, which one do I hug? You know, do I value this value more or the other? And then Another thing that I um, ask myself constantly is like, okay, when I wanted this or when I'm anticipating this, is this mm -hmm. me, you know, wanting yeah. this or is this another voice from an ancestor or a relative wanting this? So there's so many different dynamics and it took some time to be able to kind of weed through that. You know, what was that like culturally for you? Hey guys, we'll be right back. And now a word from our sponsors. Yeah. The Love Scrubs and Stories podcast is a collaboration and co-production between The Chef Doc and White Coat Romance. The Chef Doc is a wellness platform that offers innovative approaches to thriving and offers a self-empowerment book, podcast series, on-demand masterclass series, as well as a brand new app. The app provides self-guided education such as food as medicine, self-care, and resilience. Coaching services are also available, whether you prefer one-on-one -on -one or group-type settings. Please go now to your app store, as well as Apple as Google Play to download for free. White Coat Romance is a dating app for healthcare and health-related professionals and students in the U.S. and Canada. It's a lively space where you can find love, companionship, and build meaningful connections with like-minded professionals. If you're single, go to the App Store and Google Play to download and join our vibrant community. 
As we both serve these amazing communities, we also acknowledge the value of continuing education. Therefore, we're super excited to share an enticing opportunity with our listeners. Our episodes are continuing education eligible. That's right. You now have the opportunity to earn valuable credits while enjoying our content. Rest assured, the episodes will always remain free as we are committed to supporting our communities and amplifying the voices of healthcare professionals. To get a better understanding of how this works, the first three episodes are free to obtain, then the rest of the podcast episodes are at a nominal cost. So you might be asking who can earn credits? Well, physicians, nurses, nurse practitioners, physicians associates, pharmacists, dentists, as well as dietitians and dietetic technicians. If you find yourself in need of CE credits, we kindly ask you to consider directing your CE funds towards supporting our cause. Your contribution would greatly help us nurture our podcast production and continue to bring you valuable content. We are deeply grateful for your support. From all of us here at Love Scrubs and Stories Podcast, thank you so much for choosing us. And enjoy the rest of this episode. Hey guys, thanks for listening. And now back to the episode. Yeah, I can definitely relate with a lot of things that you said, you know, just growing up in a family that's very um, traditional and just some of the, I think it's just the culture that we were raised in and what we were, a lot of it's like a lot of us, we default to what's familiar, Mm -hmm. you know, and to the, the way we were raised. And then for me, I think, aside from that, being a female physician has its own host of, of, uh, you know, yes. issues, if you want to call it that. <laughs> we talk about some of the difficulties dating as a, a female physician and yeah. how society views us and some of the, the things that we encounter, you know, in the dating world. And well, dating. female professional too, to, yeah, female add, professional, to, to, e- to even just yeah. add another layer mm-hmm. of complexity, right? Because but not too many decades ago, you have a one income household. Now you have a two income household and what that means and you know, females can be CEOs now, right? And what are the nuances that comes with that? Yeah, I, I and you know, certainly, like I've I've had experiences where, like, I've heard from friends, like, oh, there's no way she would want to date me. She's a doctor, you know, and like, right. yeah, from a non, you know, uh, male physician. And then in other instances, it's it's like, oh, she must be uh, certain assumptions, you know probably more masculine in nature or more controlling. You know, there's some of those stereotypes that's, that's out there as well. Mm-hmm. Um, but as we all know that, you know, that's not true, you know, right. but I think it's tough when I think in our, you know, in the professional world, you know, we, I don't want to, I don't know if we want to say like conduct ourselves a certain way because our profession expects us to be in that leadership position which, you know, I'm very grateful for, but I think, you know, how the media can sometimes portray us and, and we're out in the wild <laughs> and dating and meeting people. Out in the wild. Um, All so, right. So, you know, the certain assumptions of like, oh, she must be like this and this, or she may, she probably wouldn't want to date me or, you know, and so just having to navigate those stereotypes and, and just beyond that, like, and, yeah. you know, and, and then also like just in the, you know, well, we're talking about dating in the wild. And then there's also what's happening a lot, right? Dating on online dating apps, right? Yeah. That's that's sort of the modern, you know, world of dating. And other things like encountering your patients as well on the dating mm. apps. I don't know. Have you, have you encountered that? And I have. And that was very awkward. I have not. Yeah. I have not. I've encountered patients like, you know, in that typical grocery setting, but never on a, you know, dating app. That would be kind of weird. So, so tell me about, yeah. So to kind of share some anecdotes, you know, with me, like, 
Similarly, you know, just having the title of physician intimidates people, right? Um, I've definitely gotten that. And I pride myself and I, and I really asked this of my, you know, friends from childhood growing up that still are really, we're still really, really good friends now. Mm-hmm. You know, have I changed over time? And, you know, I come from a really humble, you know, uh, beginnings as well as, you know, being raised really well. And I pride myself on just being myself and really coming across as authentic and honest as much as possible. And, you know, I don't want my title to precede that or to kind of give some sort of notion that, you know, I'm up here or down here or anything like that. You know, it, you're, you're just a person at the end of the day. You know, you're one person meeting another person and you're trying to see if something clicks, right? Yeah. So I've definitely mm-hmm. had that. And then also the experience of, you know, the other person not being in the medical field, just not understanding where you're coming from. And so, you know, they may or may not, you can see really quickly, they may or may not, you know, develop sympathy or compassion, right? Um, from that, right? And just because they're not in your world, you can still develop, you know, some sort of understanding or, you know, acceptance. And um, that's been challenging, you know, throughout the throughout my time. What about you? Yeah, yeah, certainly. Absolutely. Um, I think it's just, I think for me, it's just, Part of it, I think it's just like learning about myself too in the process, you know, of dating. So that's why I think dating is good, right? Mm -hmm. You want to get out there because in the process of dating, like you get to know yourself better and, and by getting to to know yourself better, then you have a, you come closer to the, you know, of who is a compatible person for you, you know? And I think just going out there and a lot of times, just as I mentioned earlier, like the assumptions, you know? And also, you know, interestingly enough, like, you know, this is a social experiment. Like my girlfriend and I actually did this social experiment just to prove a point. I, I, it wasn't intended. It just so <laughs> happened one night. And so uh, we went to uh, like a gathering, you know, uh, for singles. And she and I, on a whim, she's a physician, mm-hmm. decided that, um, you know what? I don't know if like men are as drawn to female physicians. Why don't we be flight attendants? Just for tonight. Oh my god! <laughs> actually, yeah. I love this. So, so you know, we were like, let's just we wait. Never... What airline did you choose? <laughs> so, well, let me get to that story. And so, we, on a whim, we said, let's let's just do this. And we had never like you know lied about our profession like ever. Okay. And so we, you know, uh, like a group of guys approach us, and we decided we're you know what I think men are into in flight attendants. Let's be flight attendants. You're both in the service industry. Yeah. So we ran with it and it started off with, we can't remember we were with Delta airline or, or what, what we went with. And that's where, that's where we got caught in the act was because we forgot which airline we were. And maybe (laughs) later on we switched to United or something. That's where we got caught. And so the guys just like their ears like perked up and they're like, like, who are these ladies? You're our flight attendants. Tell us more. And so would they have been interested in us if we weren't flight attendants and we're simply physicians? It's hard to say, but I have noticed in the past when I have mentioned to some guys, not all men, um, being a physician, then they just kind of step back a little bit. And somehow, like, I just felt like there were selected cases where I was, like, treated differently, Mm. you know? In a positive or negative um, way? Or they just don't, you know, they don't come forward as much. They don't really like 
hit on you as much. Like they just didn't seem to see me fully as this, you know, potential person of interest. I don't know. Maybe I'm making assumptions on my part, but it felt different. Mm. It felt different. But in this instance, when we were flight attendants, the interest came on strong. And so it was like, tell us about your work and what do you do? And then from there, it led to getting to know each other. Mm. And we had such a fun time until the end of the night where somehow it came up again. And she and I forgot which flight attendant. <laughs> we Christine, if they made you like rehearse the whole safety <laughs> protocol. We worked for it. And interestingly enough, um, there were well, the group of, th- of three guys yeah. and one of them got really upset. Uh-huh. He was really upset when he found out. The other two friends just laughed it off, and he gave us a lecture. You know, <gasps> he gave a lecture. Yes, he said, oh "You two God. are physicians. You should be proud of what you do." And I'm like, I am proud of what I did. You know, this was simply like something that. Did we you did share to- that it was a social experiment? Well, yeah, we did tell him, but he, you know, he was he still so was upset. upset. Oh, um, but interestingly enough, th- there's a funny you know end to the story is that we actually ran into him again. Um, you know, like a few months later uh-huh. and we talked about it and we all laughed about it. And we decided for that Halloween that we were going to go dress as flight attendants and they would dress as the, as the pilot. And so, Oh my God. Wait, how did you run into him again? Oh, just, you know, around the area or like just the local mm. restaurant. Right, right, yeah. Right, we right, were just right. like hanging out. And so, oh my God, that's hilarious. And so, but it was very interesting through that experiment that we didn't intended, you know, to be involved in. But it, it could I couldn't help but wonder when a, a male, a guy, whether he's a physician or not, or, you know, whether a professional or not, you know, what is the potential interest in someone hearing that they're a professional woman versus not, you know? And so- I mean, this would be cool if this was like a survey monkey or some sort of poll. But I think at the end of the day, when you're trying to attract your partner, right, it's really, you know, it goes back to to that expression. It's just not your cup of tea, right? So if someone is upset from that joke, right, they can't even you know have a sense of humor, or if they're intimidated, then they're just not you know for you. So it's just you know it's you know you're having a laugh, you're having a good time. I remember, I you know just this year alone, I went on like three speed dating events, and you know when. I mentioned the words physician, you know, their, you know, their ears kind of perked up and I'm always afraid of gold diggers. <laughs> and I just, and I'm just like, you know, people hunting for certain, you know, professions. And I'm just like, I don't want that, you mm, know, for myself. I hear that for my, yeah. From your male colleagues. My male, my male yeah. Colleagues or other professionals. Right. Yeah, right. Sure. Because it's a, it's, huh. it's a misconception. It's a myth, yeah. you know, like, We'll talk about it, you know, a lot, but, you know, we, we come, most of us, you know, graduate with a lot of debt, you know, and healthcare, you know, the way money works is just really so much in our favor. And, you know, that's a whole nother, you know, podcast, but it's, um, the misconception is really, you know, going back to what I was saying before, it's, we're human beings, you know, and we're the doctor, the physician part Mm -hmm. of us. That's not who we are, you know, like at our core identity, you know, we have our individual beautiful qualities and attributes and characteristics that really make up who we are. You know, I know you as Christine, you're bubbly, you're so social, so much energy, you give so much light and I'm sure people listening will agree and 
you know, you have this love of bringing people together in the community, you know, so that's you, you know, on a personal level. Oh, you know? you're so. so sweet. If you keep going, you're going to give me diabetes. <laughs> <laughs> okay, good. you're spiking up my blood sugar right there. <laughs> oh, man. We, we told ourselves that we got to throw in like a cheesy medical, you know, uh, pickup line. So let me, let me, let me do run a couple of them. So are you a defibrillator? Because you're sending shocks to my heart. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm doing that. Oh, goodness. Colin. I think you're suffering from a lack of vitamin D. Am I? <laughs> <laughs> well... Well, are you a ventricular uh, depolarization? Because you are a QT. <laughs> Everyone's like, <laughs> come on, guys, laugh, <laughs> laugh with us. <laughs> so we can't wait, you know, to get more into our selective episodes. We have so many great, diverse ranges of guest stories and experts. And we wanted to conclude another thing about, you know, how we also came together as lifestyle medicine. And so, Part of lifestyle medicine is really the um, personal development, the relationships, you know, the the connections, you know, pillar of lifestyle medicine. Absolutely. And uh, for those of you who don't know what lifestyle medicine is, it's, you know, using evidence-based lifestyle approaches to prevent, treat, and reverse chronic disease, lifestyle-related chronic disease. And so... Um, a part of that is also talking about self-care and resilience. And would you say, you know, yes, we're talking about attracting the other partner, but wouldn't you say that self-care and resilience and developing that self-relationship is just as important? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it all starts with us, you know, even though we're talking about relationships, meaning, you know, with more, with like someone else, but that relationship has to start with us. And as I mentioned earlier, it's so important that we know ourselves and knowing ourselves um, also involves taking care of ourselves. So the self-care, the self-discovery, which, you know, we, we're going to go into a lot deeper uh, in our future episodes as well to be able to, you know, before we can give to others, yeah. uh, we must give to ourselves. And we forget that. We forget to give to ourselves. Yeah. Yeah. And so um, I think that's, that's really important. And so I'm, I'm really, you know, excited about what's to come and how, you know, our journey has brought us um, to this point. And yeah, let's, can't wait to dive into more conversations with you and with all of our guests, our exciting guests that we have lined up for you. And, I'm and we'll, super excited. Yeah. And this is a learning process for you and I as well, you know, yeah. as we, in although we're both single, yeah. um, but we're going to invite a lot of our, our friends and colleagues who are committed yeah. and partnered. And this is not for community. just single people. This is also for committed. Those are in committed relationships and also, you know, everywhere in between, which we call, I guess, what's the trendy word now? Situation. <laughs> <laughs> it's everyone. So we definitely want to invite everyone, um, you know, on and off, you know, you know, in the healthcare space. But we are focusing um, because we just love this profession. We love our peers. We love our colleagues. And a lot of times, you know, we want to amplify, you know, our voices, you know, because I think that uh, our voices is probably the singular most powerful instrument that we have. And it's very, very important to give space, give a platform. Um, and give an opportunity for those that may not have that chance to speak up, 
um, or just giving, you know, a, a, a space to be able to um, get heard, you know, especially in the relationship and dating world. Yeah. And I feel like there's so many untold stories like you and I have been blessed and um, to be able to meet mm. so many of our colleagues through the so last many. couple of years. And certainly COVID turned you know, our lives upside down and it really highlighted the fragility of life. And um, but the silver lining was that it brought us together and our communities together. And we've been really blessed to make a lot of friends and some of which, you know, I would easily say friends for life, yeah. including you, Colin. Uh, and so through that, I think, you know, we were in a position to hear a lot of stories and stories that feel like it needs to be shared. Everyone's yeah. stories is so unique and I'm just so completely inspired and we'd love to bring those stories and share them with mm -hmm. you. And we all can be on this journey together to learn and share tips with one another and how we navigated this world, you know, in the world of dating relationships, which, um, you know, I, we feel like it hasn't been really told yeah, yeah 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 because there's plenty of dating relationships you uh mm -hmm. podcasts you can binge on but how many it's from our know, perspective yeah it's from our perspective you know from a medical perspective people of color right and just giving you know that voice you know uh, a really authentic true raw you know voice and just sharing stories i think the the premise of this is really about loving love sharing stories there's so much you know, beautiful richness and storytelling. And, you know, that includes, you know, the people in the scrubs, the, in the white coats, right? It, you know, underneath that professional, you know, attire and uh, mask, you know, and we want to kick back and be able to kind of, you know, give them a, a platform. So guys, thank you so much. Um, thank you, Christine. You know, you I can't, for... I can't wait. <laughs> I can't wait, you know, to be able to go on this journey with you and, you know, share these wonderful, wonderful stories of these amazing, amazing, you know, people. Any last words? Yeah. And so we invite you to come join us on this journey. If you have come join us on this podcast or have um, other requests for specific topics, um, please don't hesitate to yeah. let us know. We, we want to be a platform where we can amplify your voices and uh, bring you the value that, you know, we're that we feel that we want to deliver yeah. to our community. Yeah. And, and in the process, we are certainly like have gained a lot already from just being blessed with being For part sure. of this community. So yeah, I can't wait to be able to roll out you know, <laughs> all these fun episodes. And we want to have some fun with this yeah. along the process as well too. And so, yeah, so come join us for some, some fun, some stories some action some laughs lots yeah. of laughs we're gonna have a lot of laughs we had a lot of laughs just trying to film all this so <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but community and relations are very important uh, we'll leave in the show notes how to contact us you can watch us on youtube you can listen to us on spotify um, apple Podcasts, and all the major platforms and we can't wait to see you guys um, on the next episode so bye bye hey guys thank you so much for watching and listening to this channel if you enjoyed this please like comment and subscribe and if you felt like this was a benefit for someone else please let them know as well as a reminder this channel does not offer medical advice all opinions expressed are ours and our guests only it is for general informational purposes only and does not replace professional healthcare services please consult your own healthcare provider for any medical issues you may have until the next episode whether you're in and out of your scrubs please remember to love yourself and others and lead with kindness Bye. Bye.